Hello, everybody, and welcome to a whole new, different podcast. Uh, there's no Adrian, so it's gotten ten times better already. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to Everyone Marks. This is a podcast dedicated to <laughs> anyone, even even the dog marks out. <laughs> we are we are for the people and for the dogs too. Uh, I am, of course, Kevin, joined by my tag team partner in this podcast, Steven. What's up, what's up? And like I said, this is a podcast dedicated to wrestling. Yes. Good old wrestling. And uh, we do have a sponsor. I don't know if they know this, but Dresden Signature (laughs) Services sponsors this podcast shout out to Steven and his wonderful his wonderful company yeah you know giving good old signatures of Bret Hart and Diesel here soon yeah that's next weekend yeah that is next weekend are you excited about it oh man I'm stoked out of my mind not so much for the drive to Rhode Island but it is the uh, it's the biggest reunion of X-Men the Animated Series actors ever. So, I'm pretty excited for that. That'll be a good time. And and before I had mentioned, or before I had said I wanted to meet Kevin Ash, were you meeting Kevin Ash beforehand? Or uh, did, did it? No, it was not, uh, it was not uh, someone I was going to meet, but I've also had another order put in for Kevin Ash, so I was going to have to meet him regardless. So, yeah. Sweet. Yeah, yeah I... I I watched because you know he has a podcast called Click This. I love it. And he apparently he's probably, from what I've heard, one of the more nicer people you will ever meet yeah. at autograph conventions. Yeah. He, he's like, why would I be a dick to him? They're they're the guys who pay, they've paid my bills for thirty years. Yeah. Ke- <laughs> so. Kev Kev seems like a good dude. I, I really wish I could have met Scott when he was alive. Um, but yeah, I would love to have met Kevin and Scott. Yeah, my buddy Marcus, he goes to Horror Hound, mm-hmm. and um, he met them. Was it Horror Hound? It might not have been Horror Hound. It was one of the other conventions, mm-hmm. and he met both of them together. And he has a picture. So that's sweet. Yeah, it's it's too sweet. Yeah, <laughs> true story. <laughs> But you can definitely see our motivation. Like we are absolute geeks about professional wrestling and have been for the majority of our lives. So, oh yeah, absolutely. And like in in our info for the podcast on Spotify, it literally says, "Have you ever cross chopped someone like DX, or <laughs> have you ever spit out water like Triple H, or or you know, I, I forgot what all I put, but yeah, you know, if you." You hear Cody Rhodes theme music now, and you just scream, "Whoa!" Yeah, true story. <laughs> I mean, I can't, I can't go out in public without a Bullet Club shirt or my NWO shirt on without someone giving me the too sweet. Like, it's absolutely, it's amazing. That's, yeah, and and my little random bits of wrestling facts. Speaking of Cody Rhodes and Whoa, mm-hmm. have you? Did you know that? Every single song that he's ever had had that. Whoa! Yeah, mark. yeah, in some form. Yeah, I'm a huge Cody Rhodes mark. Um, that is, yeah. that is definitely, definitely, probably my top guy in WWE for sure. 
you know, I I literally will remix this song to every single thing. Like I would just be like, Oh, he's wearing red and black, that's Cody Rhodes. Yeah, dude, it's it's <laughs> the best thing ever. Uh the band that does that song is named Downstate. Um, and I, yes. I saw them in Huntington, West Virginia back in 2008 before they were involved with professional wrestling and uh, yeah. I bought their CD and got to meet the guys and stuff and then they started doing all these like awesome like they did uh, Ziggler's yeah they did Ziggler's uh, the Miz's they did his yeah. like they're just phenomenal it's, doing interest themes yeah uh, <laughs> Matt Cardona yeah like, for sure it, <laughs> I actually saw them uh, performed Cody's theme at Revolution, the first oh. Revolution in Chicago, uh, which was pretty cool. That's and awesome. I was, I was just like, oh man, you know, this is. I, I did. I'll admit, I, I wasn't a big fan of the song at first. Yeah, because I wasn't the big. I never been a Cody fan until he joined Bullet Club, and he went on his own. You know, after WWE, and I was just like, you know what? I can root for the son of a son of a plumber. Yeah, for sure. He, uh, <laughs> two the two songs that are uh, that get me really pumped up is the Cody Rhodes song "Kingdom," and then this uh-huh. "Fire Burns," the old CM Punk song. Uh, yeah. You know, if he ever returns, I hope it's that movie, one. Oh, it has to. It has to be that one God. because I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love cult the personality. Yeah, it's something. That, there's nothing like hearing. You know, cult of personality play, and he comes out. But like you said, it, it has to be this fire burn, yeah. Because it's it's. Uh, if you listen to the yeah. lyrics, it fits even more now. If he comes back to the Fed, so. Yeah, yeah, and and from what I heard, apparently TNA. Dave Meltzer said that TNA is a favorite to sign him, but yeah, he was backstage the other day, apparently. Yeah, I, I'm hoping that. I I, I, I want to see him at WWE one more time. I mean, what a big middle finger to AEW. Man, there, like, there's, a, there's a lot of good dudes in the Fed. Uh, him and Seth Rollins, I think, would be really good because I want Cody and Roman to headline WrestleMania again, but that's just me. Uh, oh, oh, Seth and CM Punk? Or, yeah. Hell, just CM Punk versus... I, 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 I mean, there's a lot of potential matchups. It's been a hot minute but. since I've watched the Fed, but there's two world champions, right? Two separate world champions? Yeah, Raw and SmackDown. There's the undisputed uh, Universal Champion, which is Roman. Yeah, I knew that one. And then, and then there's the World Heavyweight Champion, which is Seth. Oh, Seth has the title? Yeah, oh, he's, he's better. He's, He's a champion, and he uh, he just got out of a program with Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah, I saw. I heard he did was, the GTS uh, at the end yeah. of the show. Yeah, so that was cool. Yeah, like they've been making random like mm-hmm. random like passings of of CM Punk, like or Corey Graves said uh, he he uh, quoted the famous devil. Yeah. Uh, quote and it, it's he did the same I thing mean, with Cody Rhodes when he was getting ready to come back yeah so I mean it's it's it may be coming because if Corey says it my favorite line that he ever said was 
when he was describing Billy Gunn and they was like, oh, there's one more person, but I heard he's all selling office equipment. Mm-hmm. Meaning scissors. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's amazing. But yeah, so sorry to get off topic, but this that's what we're that's what we're probably gonna do on a few episodes because we're marks. We just proves our know, fandom. Absolutely. And you know, a brief story of me and Steven, you know, we literally clicked as soon as he mentioned wrestling mm-hmm. figures and you know, it it has been nothing but great things since poor Adrian probably feels like what the heck <laughs> yeah yeah because you got you guys were, were tight and then it's like this random person comes on the podcast and you're like oh damn that guy's cool right well like <laughs> after after that episode for anyone who never or who's you know are we have like 15 other podcasts mm-hmm. but uh steven was a was a guest on what was it? Everyone collects. I think it was everyone collects. Yeah, Adrian asked and, me to come on because I'd met him years years ago. Yeah, and it, it and to kind of take you behind the curtain by using wrestling terms, I guess. Yeah, uh, I was kind of like, well, who is this guy and why? Are, like, why do you want him on our show already? Mm-hmm. And, and he was like, trust me, he's cool. Yeah. And then after the podcast, I was like, well, shit, he's cool. <laughs> I mean, that's a low bar, but yeah, for sure. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're going so, to work out segments on this show. And one of the segments, we're just going to talk shit about Adrian for like 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> be, be like, if we were the NWO, he would be the Scott Norton of the, of the group. <laughs> Oh, oh no! I was at least making Buff Bagwell. <laughs> That's too good. I know it fits, Big, right? You know what? Big Papa Pump. Yeah, for sure, for sure. No, Big Papa Pump is cool. And yeah, it's scary. So I don't. He Adrian doesn't scare me. So right. Buff Bagwell probably. It fits. Yeah, at least he's not NWO Sting. That's even worse. Oh, so we'll, we'll get to NWO Sting here here in a bit, but <laughs> but yeah, so. That's, that's, I mean, I guess that really covers the first thing, which was the motivation behind the mm-hmm. podcast. We, we're just wrestling lovers who, you know, it's so funny. Uh, Steven is more AEW. Yeah, I tend than to see I that, am, yeah, for sure. And I am more WWE. But I will admit, I have in the last few months have kind of told it the line a little bit and was just like, oh, this is. You know, like I will literally watch a Wednesday night show and be like, "Man, this is actually pretty good." And then, you know, I. But what's keeping me on WWE is the same reason why everyone is hating WWE right now is because I'm a fan of Roman Reigns. Oh. I. But well, let me let me let me set myself up to make myself sound a little better. I am a tribal chief. Roman Reigns fan. Mm, I'm not a, I'm not a suffering succotash. Whenever he said that shit, mm-hmm. Roman Reigns. I'm not that. I'm not a shield. I was a shield before they got, before they mushed Roman into our face. Yeah, I, I was. I, yeah. I'm a Liaki guy. If you get that reference. Uh-huh. 
That that was his gimmick back in FCW before yeah. NXT was a thing. <laughs> when he was when he was like the pretty boy or whatever yeah, it was. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's good yeah. stuff. But uh, yeah, so what's what would be like if and for little words, I'm sorry, I'm jumbled up with my words. I literally have talked all day, so I'm literally lost for words nowadays. <laughs> right about now, uh, but. <laughs> What what would what's what got you into love and wrestling, Steven? Oh my gosh! I honestly, if I had to guess, um, I, it has to be my father. Uh, I'm sure that he was watching uh, wrestling on TV because that would have been the only person in my family that would have been into it, uh, or at least mm-hmm. had it on. Um, mm-hmm. And it's just one of those things that I I don't remember a time in my life when I didn't watch wrestling. There are pictures of me being three years old doing Hulk Hogan's poses in the living room. Like, <laughs> I, I, I don't we all. my mom used to bring me home uh, VHS tapes of old WrestleManias um, in the early 90s from the video store. Like, or Coliseum home that's videos. That's exactly you ever get what those? they were. Yeah. And I didn't, <laughs> I was so young, I didn't realize they were older. So I'm thinking they're current. So, like, I'm watching, I remember, I don't remember what WrestleMania it was off the top of my head, but it was the one that was in Jersey and if you're looking at the hard cam like normal the entrance was in the mm-hmm. middle it wasn't off to the through side the st- through the crowd yeah 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 uh, that was Wrestlemania 5 and 6 was it I know they did back to back so I want to say I had something that was at, I don't know if I think it was in Trump it was Tower Trump- it was a Trump Tower yeah it was, a, okay, yeah, it was the Trump Towers yeah. Yeah. yeah I remember watching that and I'm going like oh this is amazing didn't realize that it was old you know I mean old video um, mm-hmm. But I mean, I have distinct memories of buying pay per views. Like, I remember buying WrestleMania 14 and 13. And so, whatever years those were. Uh, um, yeah. But those were. That's... It was a big deal back in the day. We would have people over and it would be a whole party. And you would have, you mean, yeah. 10, 15 people watching wrestling. So. Yeah. That's. I, you know, I, I am the same way. For me. It wasn't necessarily my dad. It was my grandpa mm-hmm. who kind of who kind of got me into you know just loving wrestling. Like for him, it, it, his thing would be uh, for some reason he loved hacksaw Jim Duggan. Oh no, no offense to hacksaw at all, but he loved hacksaw Jim Duggan. And I remember as a kid, he would like have this rant he would have this old stick and he would just oh and, <laughs> uh, and it, it was probably one of my first like you know r- r- just memory of wrestling mm-hmm. but of course like you said I was a Hulk Hogan fan you know granted he's done some stuff in the last few years that kind of gets him Proud the pond, right, buddy? We, I am still. We were all Hulkamaniacs at one point. Yes, absolutely. I will always, forever say I am. I will still. I will forever be a Hulkamaniac, a Hulkamaniac because of what he did for not just me, but obviously it sounds like you as well. But just all of us, you yeah. know what I mean? Like I went into Hogan's Beach Shop two years ago have you ever been there before no i have not my son has he went with his mother down there and i got a funny story about mm-hmm. that but yeah go ahead so i we i took i took hillary and keelan mm-hmm. we we all went to hogan speech shop while we were down for disney or whatever yeah 
and um, it, it's such a cool place, but it's also, I hate to say it, but it's also a cash grab. Oh, for sure. Like, like they're like, oh, you can take pictures in a ring, but you gotta take your shoes off, mm. and it's got it's ten bucks. Oh, you want to take a picture with these belts? Thirty bucks. Right. So, or it might have been a little bit cheaper, right? Than that, but they, I have a picture of me and Keelan in the ring together. He has, uh, I want to, or it's the NWO uh, WCW belt. Nice. And we're both like holding it together, and um, it was it was a pretty cool little moment or whatever. Yeah. But I'm interested to hear this. I'm interested to hear this story. Oh, my gosh. So, uh, Blake went down to Florida with his mother, and uh, I wasn't thinking anything of it. I was at work on lunch, sitting in the break room, and I get a video chat from my son. I'm like, oh, what? And his mother had the phone, and I answer it, and Jimmy Hart's there, video chatting. What? Yeah, I swear to God. And And I'm just talking to Jimmy Hart, and I'm going, what the hell? Like, what? I What? And I was so taken aback, but he, Jimmy Hart was so super nice, and he was he was working the gimmick, so he was in full character. Uh, but uh, I was explaining to Blake who Jimmy Hart was over the phone to Jimmy Hart, and uh, yeah. you know what I mean. And it was just a crazy, crazy moment. But they had stopped down there just to check it out and buy me something. I think it was close to Father's Day or something like that. And uh, yeah. he ended up being there, so they got me a signed photo, and uh, I got a T-shirt, and, and I got to God. talk to Jimmy Hart. So. The funny part is, what? I talked to Blake afterwards, and Blake's like, what happened to him? And I went, what do you mean, buddy? Like, he pretty much looks the exact same he did back in the 70s. And yeah. he was like, no, like, he was, it seemed taller and bigger and blonde, what, his blonde hair. Like, what are you talking about? He's like, that's not Hulk Hogan? I went, oh, Christ, buddy, no, that's not Hulk Hogan yeah needless to say my son not much of a wrestling fan <laughs> oh my god he, he thought that was that, Hulk Hogan <laughs> that is the equivalent of of my boy Keelan not for the longest time not knowing who Michael Jackson was oh, yeah. and, and hearing his music and he's like he's this his music is weird <laughs> and I was like what get out and he's like it's yeah I was like get out i don't know you anymore <laughs> right, right. so That's but so that is cool like i wish I, I i i don't have any experiences of that i've got i do have a video of of angelo dawkins saying what's up to me and saying that oh, I want, right on. we want this yeah we want the smoke yeah he's street profits uh, right yeah yeah, yeah. Okay, he's okay. he's from he's from cincinnati and, oh wow uh, yeah, my aunt, my aunt-in-law. That's a real thing. Yeah, sure. Uh, she uh, she was at one of the uh, restaurants downtown Cincinnati, and uh, her daughter and her son-in-law knew like this guy, and they was like, "Oh yeah, this is my brother. His name's Angel. He goes by Angelo or whatever. He's a wrestler." And then she had messaged Hillary and was like, uh, "There's this wrestler." Name Angelo Dawkins here. And, That's cool. And she sent she sent me the video. It was, it was during. I know this. You're, you're not a Bengals fan, so right, right. he was like, he was like, hey, I heard you're a Bengal fan, and just like anybody who doesn't want like the Bengals, uh, we we want the smoke or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I got an autograph. So I was, oh, that that's was pretty killer, cool. man. That's awesome. And I also had a brief interaction with. Uh, 
the man who's no longer officially uh, to be uh, recognized by wrestling at all. Um, his initials are CB. Oh, gotcha, I'll gotcha, gotcha. That. Yeah. He, he, he kind of, he, jerk face waved me off oh, as a kid. Yeah, no. Waved me off. Sounds like him. I, yeah, we'll, we won't get into that. True story. I, I, I'm already scarred, so <laughs> we'll get into that sooner or later. Right on, But right yeah, on. these are brief reasons why we love pro wrestling. I'm pretty sure we'll get into many more reasons, oh. you know, down the line. Um, you know, we, we, we're, we're just wrestling marks and, you know, we, we love wrestling, but I guess you could say our main event of the show, this podcast, we're taking a dive off of the turnbuckle head first. Uh, I love these wrestling analogies. Me too. (laughs) We decided that we are going to just go head first and we want to book our own green forbidden door WrestleMania arcade anarchy rules whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, we we were going to book a fantasy card six to eight matches but you know if we have 10 12 I don't have I promise you I don't have 12 <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. This, this isn't a current pay-per-view it's like five hours <laughs> I, I would break it up in two days right right <laughs> No, I would, I would book it. I would, you know what? If you're, if you are, if your card's just like mine, mm-hmm. you probably would be like, screw this. We're doing this in two separate weeks, not two straight days. That's, <laughs> right. you know, like, what's, this is a Woodstock of wrestling. Oh right my here. gosh. Yeah. It's going to be pretty good. <laughs> but it's one of those things where you were like, hey man, let's do our like forbidden door, like fantasy uh-huh. match card. And I was like, okay, mm-hmm. cool. But like, I'm an idiot. So I was like, it's current stars. You know what I mean? It's going to be current AEW guys, current WWE guys who don't want to mm-hmm. see. And I was like, God, I don't watch a lot of the newer product. Like, oh, I know enough. And then, uh, and you know what? That's totally fine. Yeah. Because, true story. You know, I looking at what I got, I probably have just about in almost every match of current day wrestling. Yeah. So, and then you were you like, know, dude, it's... it can be anybody from any time. So, you know, for those listening, it's one of those things where if we had a time machine and we could go cherry pick wrestlers from throughout time and place mm-hmm. them on a card that we we're going to do one night only, these are the people um, that, that we will put in. And then my mind just yeah. went wild with the, the possibility. Yeah, we're, we're going WWE 2K whatever or, or <laughs> Fight Forever, whichever wrestling game right. you like. But yeah, so what we can do is we'll go match for match if you want to, or if you want to go whole card first, yeah. and then no, we can know. do uh, we can do match for match, and uh, we'll we'll see how close we were of like if we book similar gimmick matches or um, I don't have yeah. mine in a particular order ish, um, cool. but yeah, I'll start at the bottom and work my way up. I'll I'll start with like my least favorite be... match to my favorite. Yeah, we'll we'll leave the main event for last. Now I do have I did write down pre-show and I did have two matches Dude, on the pre-show. That's so I funny. It. I totally did too. <laughs> I swear. <laughs> I have two I, I put them as pre-show honorable mentions and I have two matches. <laughs> that's great. That's so great. All right, go ahead with yours. My first one I have and who I have winning. I have a six-man tag. Oh wow! Between the elite 
and New Day. Oh, okay. And I, can... and I have the Elite winning that one. Oh, God. I didn't even put anybody going over. Oh, man. I'm way off. Uh, yeah. I mean, I like the Elite. Have you seen the. Uh, where they played the video games against each other at the convention. Yes, that's that was my motivation. That's so that great. Because here's here's what I thought at first. Mm-hmm. I actually had the New Day taking on, uh, or I forgot who the hell it was, but it wasn't like that at first. Mm-hmm. Like the Elite wasn't. I had the Young Bucks right. in in a match, and Kenny was going to be. In another match, I felt like I had him against Brock Lesnar. Oh wow! Just to, just to be like shits and giggles, yeah. but then I was like, "Ooh, I don't know about that." But that's that's my first pre-show match. Wow. What's what what you got? My first pre-show match isn't so much necessarily a pre-show match; it's just a match that is 100% do it well. Would have been a year ago. Um, 100% doable, and I, I just I love the backstage aspect of it. I wish they would have done something with it, but Brock's Brock. So uh, Matt Riddle versus Brock Lesnar. Oh, those two have such a beef. You have his UFC background, and he wanted to he wanted to conquer Brock Lesnar, and 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 oh god, there's so much backstage stuff about that. He wanted to. Uh, to hold his own against him and they talked and Brock just went dude I ain't never working with you ever and I was like poor oh. Riddle yeah poor Riddle he I like I, I like Matt Riddle yeah. don't get me wrong I think he just rubbed the wrong people the wrong way you know what I mean like he had an issue with that old ordeal with Goldberg. Have you seen that? Love he's it. Like I'm not your bro. Love it. I would love to. If not Lesnar, <laughs> I'd like to see him versus Goldberg. Like I just, I love yes. it. Like put them in like a, a fight, like in a kennel or whatever. Yeah. Or, or uh, just like the, a fight pit or whatever. Yeah. Then they used to do a fight is... pit back in the day with Blackman and Shamrock and stuff. They did, and they actually did a fight pit with Shane. Right? Was it? Yeah, but yeah, then they like also that. did a they did a fight pit uh, last year with Riddle and Seth Rollins, and that was that's unfortunate. That was the main event, but oh, no one remembers God. it yeah. because that was the night Bray Wyatt re- retired. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, and it was so. I remember the build up. I don't know if you watched that or not. <laughs> no, but like I remember they did the closing credits, and it was like. Because the special referee was Daniel Cormier from UFC. That's and, crazy. Uh, I have no recollection of this at all. Yes. <laughs> so, like, like Daniel Cormier is raising uh, Riddle's hand at the at the entranceway, and everyone's like, "Wait a minute! This is how Extreme Rules is going to end." They they brought they kept saying this the White Bunny returns. Right. There's nothing, and then like the credits came, and then like all of a sudden it went dark, and then uh, that's still. Gosh, I got goosebumps just thinking about Bray uh, Wyatt. Yeah, it was good, but but yes, that is awesome. That is, man, that is such a good first match. Really cool. All right, uh, what's your next so one? My second match actually features someone that you just mentioned. Oh snap! I have a all New Japan Fatal Four Way. Man, New Japan alumni Four Way. You're booking this like Tony Khan with all these multiple man matches, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm getting them all. Yeah, that's what's up. Yeah, <laughs> have, 
Everyone's getting the payday this That's year. That's right. All right, he got. <laughs> uh, well, maybe not them because it's on the pre-show. They don't get paid That's pre-shows. True. I have Okada Ooh. versus Brock Lesnar. Ooh. Versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Oh my god. Versus the Great Muda. Whoa! I was not expecting that one. <laughs> wow! All right. Hey, I'm here for it. And believe it or not. I have Okada going over. Yeah, he's the rainmaker, dude. Come on now. Mr. 17 stars in a match. Dude, I got to see him live at... We went to Forbidden Door, the first Forbidden Door in Chicago. Yeah. And I got to see him live in person, and I I mocked out real hard. Is it everything they... Dude, he's he's just the coolest dude in person. Like, I've never seen someone that looks like they might be a god. Dude, he... It kind of looks like he's just carved out of marble. Like he, the dude's just perfect. Like he, I he's mean, so good. The man, the man throw first pitch out in his wrestling gear. Yeah, I mean it's, in Japan. Yeah, he's insane, insane. But by the way, is he not fighting Daniel or Brian Danielson this week, or was that Wednesday, uh, or is that Saturday? I, I, I think it's Saturday. Yeah, I heard he was coming back, but I hadn't. I, I don't know. Is it him versus Danielson one on one? It's a tag match. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, it's him and or something? Or Claudio? I, I, yeah, it's Claudio. Yeah. Because they're like, oh, my, this is a dream match with Claudio. And, oh, I would love and to Okada. see Okada. Yeah. yeah. Be- because I guess they're they're booking against uh, Crown Jewel uh, this weekend, which Crown Jewel is like at 1 p.m. So I guess it really don't matter. Oh, but. that's this weekend? Is that going to be on Peacock? Yeah. I might have yeah. to check that out. Yeah, my, my, Roman fighting your boy L.A. Knight. Oh, yeah. is it really Roman versus L.A. Knight? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. I got to check out. Yeah. I got to check that out, dude. L.A. Knight is my guy. <laughs> Him and Cody's fighting. Cody's fighting Damian Priest. Oh, so. I like me some Damian Priest, too. I don't like the gimmick with the group. But Damian, I, NXT Damian Priest, yeah. Mm, Art was it Archer of Infamy or something like that was his gimmick back yeah. then. That that dude, yeah, yeah. He came out yeah. in the Outsiders gear one time. Had he like, did the he ash is, and the blood and yeah, that was sweet. Yeah, he is heavy. He is extremely. Uh, what's the word? He loves Scott Hall. Yeah, like he literally does like how Scott Hall does his. You know, his little arms out oh. walk or whatever. I, he does that every match. Anytime from the time I've been like nine years old till today oh. at work, if I'm going through a narrow space, I Scott Hall walk <laughs> through it. <laughs> Bruh. All the time. Bruh. <laughs> you and me both. I literally every day will like, I every day do that. Oh. It's, I love it. He's on my car too. Yeah. So, oh, so yeah, what? <laughs> what you got next? Um, this is just a, again not necessarily something I would have put on the card, but it's something that I know one of the people really wanted to do and never got a chance to do, and I would have really loved it. So I'm very specific on the years for mine. Mine would mm-hmm. be 1997 Chris Jericho, Lionheart versus 1995 Owen Hart. Oh. <gasps> I, I think we are. I think we are best friends because I have them involved in a match together. Really? Oh my, oh my <laughs> yeah. god, dude, that's great. That's so cool, dude. Yeah, I would love to see that match. Like, dude, Jericho back in the day, 
and I know he really wanted to work with Owen, but I think there was just over the edge was just a few months, like not very long before he debuted. So they were never in this company at the same mm-hmm. time, but mm-hmm. man, those two going head to head. Oh, that's, you know, that's what I was thinking. I was like, I don't think these guys have ever fought nope. each other. And I was like, Oh, but they will on my car. That's right. Yeah. Wait till like, wait till I get to that match because it's not just them. Right on. Uh, you're you're gonna be like, what the hell? So before we so, before we get to the main card, did you follow any format? Like, did you have like for mine, for instance, I have like my main event, my co-main event, mm-hmm. and then I've got like a women's match. I got a tag team match. I got a triple threat, and then I got a gimmick match. I didn't know if maybe you. So had I had everything but a women's match. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Only because the only. The only woman's match that I think that I would probably like would love to see might be the four horsewomen in a match. Okay. But then again, I was thinking maybe China versus a Charlotte Flair okay. or something like that. Right on. Well, but wait. I can I can think of any. Wait until you hear mine. We'll get to it. But all right, start with your first oh, match I'm on the card. My first match, I am starting off with a banger in bloody way. Mm. In a death match, I have Mick Foley versus John Moxley versus Terry Funk versus Sabu. Oh, all right, yeah. And the winner, there's not a winner because it's a death match and they're gonna kill each other. Yeah, I can't imagine. <laughs> but these are like in their prime, right? So like oh, current Moxley with like current Mox, I would say ninety three, ninety four Mick. Ni- yeah, Terry Funk probably. God, nineteen ninety. 1925. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> and Sabu, you insert the year because he's still hopping off of Dude. random moving cars. Oh, man. Sabu, I'll tell you, <laughs> him and Foley, man, are just insane. And Funk, too. They are. Funk is pretty crazy. Yep. I don't really get into wa- deathmatch wrestling, but it's crazy. Mm-hmm. I watched the match. It's a very famous deathmatch between Funk and and Foley oh, yeah. in Japan oh. and I forgot which match it was but I literally walked away and was like I am kind of very disturbed by what I just watched oh dude I because it was when you read Foley's book and he's talking about coming back from the tour of Japan and his skin is still burning and the people sitting next to him on the plane are complaining because it smells like burning flesh because the bombs going off and him being caught on fire I'm like, dude, that's insane. Insane to think about. Because Mick is such a nice, gentle, kind dude. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, it's just, it's crazy to think about. Have you ever gotten a chance to see his one-man show? No. I He came real close to here. I want to say he was maybe in Marietta, which is about an hour away. And I didn't, uh-huh. I didn't get a chance to go, but I wanted to. I got to see his one-man show when he first started doing it. He came to Cincinnati. And uh, he literally, he was like, uh, I only, I, my rule is that I will only say one cuss word throughout the whole entire mm-hmm. match. It's usually that. So, or throughout the whole entire show. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> he literally, he's like, I bet you guys are wondering, this is a two hour show. Mick, you haven't talked about the infamous hell in a cell. So, he dedicates 20 minutes of it. And he's like how Undertaker uh, is on like top of no. This is while this was when he's on in the ring 
but after Foley falls through, and he's like, ask him if he's alive. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I guess uh, he ends up uh, like taking out poor Funk just for as a distraction for Foley to like get his wits together. Yep. But it, he was like, his one cuss word was like you said, the F bomb. And he said, my one cuss word, here we go. They said, did it hurt? And he said, fuck yes, it hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, never forget that Taker worked that match with a broken ankle. He did. Yeah, if you that is why yeah. It, he yeah, it's that match probably is more known from for of course all the insane spots. Yes. But when you remember the fact that Taker had a bum leg mm-hmm. and really the match was only minutes long yeah. because of the fact that all hell broke loose. Oh, it's, it's legendary, <laughs> man. It's legendary. He's for broken sure. in half. He's broken in half. Yeah, the sound bites from Jim Ross were just top notch that day. <laughs> but who do you got for your first match? Uh, my first match is a my gimmick match. It is a TLC uh-huh. match oh. between the Dudley Boys in their prime so I'm going to go like 99, 2000, 2001 um, versus DIY oh. versus DIY you know who DIY is? Uh, do I know who DIY is? it's Gargano and Chiampa yeah I met Gargano in uh, Chicago I had to throw my boy in there gosh he I love you know how like there's wrestlers who you just want to root for no matter what. Yes, I love Gargano and I love his wife. He's so, he's Gargano's so small, dude. I, if he's he five 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 it. six, it's a prize. I towered over Johnny Gargano. He's the, you know who else is short? Who? Daniel Bryan. Really? Daniel Bryan. I've never got to meet Bryan. Yes. He looks short in person. Um, we were at the uh, AEW event, the House of the Dragon one, where it was him versus uh, Daniel Garcia. Yeah, and God, I'm telling you, I was second row for that match, and it was one of the best matches I've ever seen live. It was phenomenal. Really? Yeah, Daniel's Daniel yes. Bryan or Brian, not Daniel Bryan, Brian Danielson. He is that good. Like that is insane. You know who else is actually pretty tall? Hmm. Well, who was Brody Lee? Oh yeah, yeah. Brody. Well, compared, I mean, I'm six three, and he. Has at least he had at least three inches on him. Yeah. yeah, he's a good uh, dude. I, I, I liked him. He, I, I mean, we didn't, we like we didn't interact with each other. But back when the Wyatt family first came, and remember how they would do like the whole like turn off the lights and then they're gone. Mm-hmm. Well, of course, if anyone doesn't know where they're going is literally to the side of the stage. Well, kayfabe, bro. I mean, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's still real to me. That's damn right. It. <laughs> uh, that we, me and my buddy, was sitting literally at the end of the row on the floor to like where the stage were, mm-hmm. and he like literally just like went right by me, and wow. uh, I was like, "Holy shit, he's actually taller than I thought." He's taller, yeah. But yeah. yeah, but if you had to book a winner in that match, who would it be? Ooh, um. <laughs> 
Man, I, yeah, I'd have to put probably the Young Bucks over. As much as I'm at odds with the Buckaroos here lately because of their dealings with my guy, um, yeah, you got to put them over for sure. Oh, Pepsi Phil. Oh, that's my guy. So, my second match, it's kind of along the lines of what you asked, mm-hmm. but I I have a gimmick match for this one too. Nice. It's a, it's a and you're going to be like, what? It's a Escalar de la Muerte match. Okay. So you know exactly who's the first team. Uh-huh. The Lucha Bros. Yeah, I dig that. Uh, versus the Hardy Boys. Ooh. Versus Eddie Guerrero and Rey Mysterio. All right. That's not bad. And the only reason why I put those two in that match was because I wanted Eddie in some kind of capacity. And it crossed my mind as well. Yeah, I, I was just like, I want to put him in a tag match. And I was like, I could have put Chavo in it, but I was like, well, what about Ray? They won tag team titles together. Dude. So that match, Ray and Eddie versus Ed Halloween Havoc, when he's in a phantom outfit, good night. Mm. That's it. That's a top tenner for me. That's a great match. Best match on that show. Yeah. Who do you got going over in yours? Eddie and Ray. Oh, yeah, for sure. Eddie's got to go over. (laughs) So, uh... Hardys and Lucha Bros. God, that's a barn burner. You know what I want to see? Just... Just for shits and giggles, and I don't think... I don't think Copeland would ever do it. Hmm. Lucha Bros, Hardy Boys... And Edge and Christian and just the TLC, all you know, Dude. they probably wouldn't be able to call it TLC right. before WWE trademarks it. Yeah, but just, just like let them go. Like I know Copeland wouldn't do it because of his neck, but yeah, hey, not, like, not for nothing. WWE's been dropping the ball on uh, trademarks because old Copeland's getting to use rated R superstar in AEW. How, how big of a drop was that? <laughs> And then the fact that they didn't own Metalingus because what's your McCall? Yeah, they uh, can't. Yeah. It's, yeah. They just like, it. Yeah. And then the fact that, oh, you you can't say you think you know me? Well, guess what? I had my wife do it. Yeah, like, I thought that was a nice touch. <laughs> like, what a drop of the ball. That's like the whole Cody Rhodes thing at first. Like, I thought it was so petty that they trademarked Rhodes. And I'm like... But you don't even have a Rhodes in the company. Like, that's Vince, buddy. That's Vince. Uh, he's real Tom Petty oh, about things. Well, now that he's not really involved, it's I will say the the production has gotten a lot better on the tri- Triple H. I will say that. Again, not necessarily the biggest fan of Hunter, but when he was running NXT, it's some of the best wrestling it's, I've ever seen. NXT was by far oh, the best my brand. Gosh. We, that's that's I'm gonna put that down as a show topic one day. Uh, yeah, I'm down for that. Take, takeover. What's your best ta- favorite takeover match? Oh my gosh! And if it is, if Sasha and Bailey is not in your top five, oh, it's 100 percent my top five at, at Takeover Brooklyn. Yeah, I'm not a huge women's wrestling fan, but that match is just insane insane good um yes i'll tell you when i was prepping for this and i'm going through and like researching guys and stuff i uh got caught up watching a couple matches 
And then you get on you, you. I'm sure you've done this. You get on the YouTube rabbit hole where you watch one match uh, and it leads you to another and then to another. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was watching Velveteen Dream versus Aleister Black, and mm. I was just like, my God, that's a good story. Both of those guys are just absolutely phenomenal. Velve- Velveteen Dream. If it wasn't for what he had, what he did, mm-hmm. or what he was accused of, he would be. Uh, Dude, one, he was sexy. one of my favorite shirts is my dream over shirt. I still wear it. You know, him and uh, what you call it? The him and Adam was it Adam Cole yep. or was it Roddy in that in that street fight or whatever mm-hmm. it was? Mm, I'm gonna have to go back and watch some takeovers. They're really good. We we got to do. We'll we'll do that. Yeah, we'll, so, we'll do a takeover uh, episode for sure. What what's what you got for the match? Number right. three? Did you want me this, to go? I can go. This or? is my women's match. And this is 2015 Bailey okay. versus 1994 Alundra Blaze. Oh, man. Dude, that would be an insane match. Insane match. You know what? That is... I totally forgot about Alundra Blaze. I do. As soon as you're like, I don't really know anybody, I'm like, oh, buddy, I got one. Because if you like women's wrestling wasn't everyone's like, well, True Stratus and Lita started the fuck. No. Because before then, Alundra Blaze was having some bangers with some Japanese wrestlers on random say, WWF shows. <laughs> random WWF Raws or yep. random superstars yep. or do just Yeah. And, and it's insane to watch those matches because it's just she's such a good technical wrestler and she does not get mm-hmm. the credit she deserves, I don't think. You know I mean? He doesn't. She, not at all. She walked so Trish Stratus could run. And I'm not even a Stratus fan. But uh I, I'm not a Stratus fan. Yeah, but I her won't. and Lita, for what they did at the time, was a big deal. But don't play it off like she's the founder of that because Lundra Blaze, old Medusa was doing it long before that. Oh yeah. Like if I had to and see, I totally like I said, I forgot about Alundra Blaze because when I think of her I think of her Medusa Rain, and her Medusa Rain wasn't not the same. Yeah, you know, like and because of what she did by tossing that belt, Vince had the most sour taste in his mouth towards women's wrestling for the mm-hmm. longest time. Yeah, which is why we had the, the divas gimmick matches for the longest time. Hey, with no same. with no Alundra Blaze dropping that uh, title in the trash, we may not have the Montreal Screwjob. This is true, and which will be another yeah. episode we're going to do because I, to me, that's oh. like the Kennedy assassination. Like I know so much about the Montreal Screwjob; oh. it's insane. Like I have a note, oh. I have a notebook just dedicated. There's a timeline of events. Like we're gonna get, we're gonna get real deep in the weeds on that one. You know, I we're gonna do. I have another topic that I want to do, and that's wrestling hot, hot, hot takes. Okay, I'm gonna have a hot take for you right now. Ooh. Uh, I think Brett was probably just as more responsible for the Montreal screw job than anyone else. Mm, and we will argue that when the time and comes. I know you're, <laughs> and I know you are a Brett guy, but yeah. I will just just piecing everything together. I'm just saying. But anyways, <laughs> uh, my third match, how many matches do you have? Um, total, if on just the main card, one, two, three, four, five, six, eight. Okay, so I have I have nine, but right on. you know, 
Only because I was on my main event, I was like, oh my gosh, I don't have these guys on mm-hmm. here. But uh, my third match is a two out of three falls match. And tell me you wouldn't want to see this. Seth Rollins in his current phase, only because of who he's facing. You know how he's all gaudy and everything. Yeah, Seth freaking Rollins. Yeah. Yes, against Macho Man Randy Savage. Okay, watch Macho though. We talking NWO Macho? We talking with Miss Liz? We are. We are talking about. You know what? Forget it. Give me. Seth with Becky in his corner ruining him and, and Macho Man. You know what? I, it would be too easy to do Elizabeth. Give me Macho King Ooh. with Sherry I by dig. his side. Ooh, yeah, I dig it. <laughs> I like it. Two, two out of three falls, and I cannot pick a winner because that would just be justice, or that would be an injustice to my man Macho Man, which is probably. In my top five, I don't know if he's in my top five anymore, but as far as old wrestlers, he would definitely be in my top five. Maybe. Yeah, he's, uh, he's good. He's, I mean, he, he's vastly underrated and overlooked Dude. as far as one of the... Mm. Him and him and Steamboat at WrestleMania 3. Like, I think Ricky Steamboat today could wrestle a broomstick and, and probably get four stars. But, uh, you know, I had Steamboat close to making my card and I almost made it. I almost made it Seth, Macho, and Dragon. Yeah. But then I also made, I almost was close to making it uh, Dragon versus Macho Man just for the hell of it. Two out of three falls again. You, you were going hard in the gimmick matches. Every one of you has been a gimmick match so far. I feel like I, I underperformed here. Well, the next two matches are not gimmick Okay, matches. cool, cool, cool. All right, my next but match... What you got for yours? ...is 2023 Brian Danielson. Oh! oh. Versus 2006 Kurt Angle. This is oh. TNA versus Samoa oh. Joe Kurt Angle. Oh. Buddy, take my money. That would be crazy. Take- I will take that. I will let them run a program from January of <laughs> 24 to flipping January of 26. Buddy, with those, just let, with those two, you're printing money. Just let them, like old territory days, just let them just run it yeah. every week. Oh, who's. I'm going to put you on the spot. Who you got winning? Um, you got Danielson going over. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, Kurt. At that point in his career, yeah, what he did for Samoa Joe back in the day, yeah, he, yeah, for sure. But this is like I, peak I, perk angle. Like he's, he's that was, I was gonna say that was perk angle. <laughs> True story. I, 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 there was, a, I thought about putting like 1996 Cocaine Sean versus Perk Angle. Like that's a hell of a match right there. Those dudes would go for. They would definitely go 60. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Oh, that, that, that would be great. Both high as high as hell Kurt and high as hell Sean. Buddy, that's five stars. Six in the Tokyo Dome. Dog, Meltzer <laughs> would have a freaking boner like no other. Dude, I don't think Meltzer ever gave Angle a five star match. Ever. He didn't give him he didn't give Sean and Kurt a five star match uh-huh. at all. And that was and for what it was, that was an excellent match. Oh, yeah. All right. You know, what's your next guy? Here we go. 
This is no more. No more gimmicks. This is no more gimmicks. All right, all right. I've got a good old battle of the uh, hand gestures. <laughs> the click versus Bullet Club. Oh my god. I've, I've got Triple H Hall and Nash. Okay. Taking on Cody, Finn, and Switchblade J. White. Ooh, that is an interesting match. Wow. Battle. Battle of the of the signs. Yeah, I'm here. For, wow, that's crazy. And I would put over, as much as I love all of the click, I would put over Bullet Club. Really? Ooh, Absolutely. That's tough for me. Of course, with them having a giant two suite at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got a Madison Square Garden curtain call it. Yeah, for sure. Oh, uh, man. Yeah, that's... that was. That would probably be. It's not my. It wouldn't still. It would be a great match, but my next match would be the show still. Yeah. See, I wish I'd have put. Now I wish I'd have put Cody Rhodes uh, against uh, Scott Hall in mine. That would have been a great match. Mm. Yeah, very, very, very good matchup there, man. Bullet Club versus the Click. Oh. I dig it. Yes. Yeah. Who you got for your right. uh, fifth match? My next right? one. Uh, or whatever. Yeah. Two. Whatever. This is my one, two, three, fourth match on my main card. Uh, yeah. All right. 2018 Adam Cole oh. versus 1986 Ricky Steamboat versus 1995 oh. Shawn Michaels in a triple threat match. You dog. <laughs> I mean, that was that one went through a couple of edits. Um, it was AJ Styles, Adam Cole, and Shawn Michaels because I'd love to see AJ Styles and Shawn Michaels. But the more I thought about it, the more I think Ricky Steamboat would be better in that role. Who you got winning? Probably Michaels, 95 Michaels. Dude, he was so good in 95. Oh my God. He was. Yeah. Which brings me to my next match. Oh, You're yeah. You're going to be proud of me. Um, I hope so. My show stealer. Give me 95-96 Michaels mm-hmm. versus TNA AJ Styles. Yeah. Yeah, for sure, man. Like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> Insane. No gimmicks. Mm. No gimmicks. Just, I thought about Iron Man. D- yes, please. Yes. <laughs> oh, two out of three falls, however you want to do it. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Give me – if – when when it was rumored that Sean was going to come out of retirement to face AJ Styles at WrestleMania, mm-hmm. I was one million percent all oh, for. I remember that. Even though Michaels it was older, like yes, just take every dollar I have and put that Shawn, in front of my face. Sean unfortunately ruined his his little retirement spiel when he came back and fought Undertaker and Kane. And Kane had a mask, and then mask fell off. Triple H tore his peck. I was just a big clusterfuck of a match. Good, but serves him, serves him right for what he did to Brett. Yeah. <laughs> I hope he's remembered. They're friends now. I hope he's remembered forever for that moment. They're friends now. Buddy, I'm telling you, if Brett Hart, and he was and he came out bald. Like, yeah, don't even. I don't even want to talk about it. I don't even want to talk. About it. <laughs> Have you ever noticed uh, him and? Uh, uh, Deathmatch King, uh, what's Nick his name? Gage. 
Nick Gage has never been in the same room yeah, together. Yeah, I don't want to. Yeah, it's just bald Michaels. Thank God he's grown his hair back out because, ugh, not okay. Not okay. But but Sean and AJ, any day of the week for me. It's five stars. I will. I, I, I actually have Sean winning. Yeah, I understand that. You can go but, either way on that and be fine, I think. Either either way, let them have a double count out. Let them time, time you know, have a time, uh, uh, whatever mm-hmm. time time limit goes out. Yeah. Let them time limit draw. Yeah. Yeah. So who you got next for your match? Um, this this is my tag team match uh, of the night because I think it's important. Like I had a women's match, a triple threat match, a gimmick match, uh-huh. and a tag team. Uh, uh-huh. 2021 FTR versus Ooh. 1985 Rock and Roll Express. What? Yes, I thought about Arn and Tully from like '88, but yeah, mm. I'm thinking them versus the Rock and Roll Express. Man, can you imagine the matches? Oh, FTR in the '80s alone. Oh, buddy, they're over like Rover in the '80s for sure. F- FTR, if they, as much as the guy gets such shit nowadays, if FTR was managed by Jim Cornette, oh my god. Oh my god! I don't. I don't give, want much. Just give me that. <laughs> give, give me Jim. I, I mean, they're in AEW for the next, I think, three to four years or mm-hmm. whatever. Tony Khan and Jim Cornette, because they hate each other. Jim Cornette hates AEW. Let them just just one match. I don't ask for much. Give just one match. Let let them in the corner with each other. Yeah, and, and listen, this. when it comes to Jim Cornette versus AEW, which is a hell of a match to put on a card, um, <laughs> I love Corny, and he'll never hear this, but the dude has some value. He doesn't necessarily hate AEW. He just hates some of the gimmicky bullshit that they do, which is valid because they're not perfect, and they do a lot yeah. of idiotic things, and the booking is pretty atrocious at times, and I've listened extensively to Jim Cornette on AEW, and the dude's not unfair. He, he, if it's good, he'll tell him it's good. If it's bad, he'll call him out for their shit, and I, I gotta respect that. He, lo- he, let me tell you, he really loves those young bucks, I tell you. Yeah, the buckaroos. <laughs> and Kenny Olivier. Yeah, and Hangnail. <laughs> That's the greatest thing ever. <laughs> I love Jim Cornette. I, would love I was him. very close to having MJF on my card, by the oh, way. And he's a big MJF fan, which understandably so. Yes, yes. As a matter of fact, I, I might even insert him on my segment, which I'll get after this next match okay. that I have. Uh, another gimmick match, but head of the table, NOI blood match. Blood Ooh. just. Roman, and not just any Roman, head of the table Roman. Mm -hmm. He has to defend his head of the table versus Jimmy versus Solo versus Jay versus The Rock. Whoa, all right. And believe it it or not, who I have going over is Solo. Dude, that, I'll tell you, I don't watch a lot of the Fed, and I really am burnt out on that Roman Reigns uh, gimmick like the Usos have made more turns in character than a NASCAR race um, even even <laughs> even big shows going guys that's enough 
But uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you, Solo and his callbacks to Umaga, I dude, mm-hmm. sign me up. I love that. I think Umaga was a staple. It was so good. Yes, I think Solo should be the one who actually. I know. You know what? Cody can have the title. Yeah. But as far as the head of the table, head of the family, mm-hmm. it should be Solo. Man. Because Solo is built probably the best. Mm-hmm. He's a killer. He doesn't say anything. And he just... I mean... Yeah. They got him facing John Cena here soon. So, I mean... It's... I mean, yeah. It's... But, yeah. I would have Solo go over in that one. We're uh, we're what's your, we're what's in my two? final three, and buddy, okay, these, these, three left these final three matches are going to be some fucking bangers. So you ready? Mm-hmm. Two thousand seventeen, Kenny Omega versus nineteen ninety six, mm-hmm. Rob Van Dam. Okay. <laughs> okay. Now here's my thing. Uh huh. That's not fair. <laughs> How is that not fair? That's not fair. Uh huh. Because that's probably better than let's see how many matches I have so far. <laughs> Six of my matches. That's probably better than most of my matches. Oh man, dude, just you, sign me Kenny up. Omega versus this is peak willing to do whatever the hell he wants. RVD. Oh yeah. And this is television champ RVD ECW RVD. This is the whole effing show, Mister yep. Mister Monday Mr. Night. Monday Night, mm-hmm. Rob Van Dam versus the cleaner Kenny Omega. Oh, this is come out with the broom. <laughs> oh, this is come out with the broom and is, the the entrance music. This is like the, black hair with a little bit of blonde in it, uh, the shades and the leather jacket cleaner, like Terminator cleaner. Yeah. yeah. See, that's I first fell in love with Kenny Omega during that gimmick. Yeah, that's when I first in New Japan. Mm-hmm. Him and Okada, buddy. Those you, matches. You same. you pick whichever one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and him and oh yeah yeah but yeah. See, Omega and RVD. Is, see, for anyone who's listening, well, for, hopefully there's someone listening. Uh, besides <laughs> our significant others, right, right. Uh, this is what we're talking about when we say we love wrestling. Mm-hmm. We love wrestling, yeah. And you know, this is this is uh, to quote uh, a man. This is good shit, pal. Oh, it's good, good <laughs> shit. Pronouns, pal. <laughs> we uh, so I was talking to my buddy, uh, my best friend McKenzie. And he told me, he's like, dude, how similar is Kenny Omega to Jerry Lynn? He's like, you just watched the two of them. I did not think of that. Me neither until he said it. It's so eerie that their moveset, their presentation, their look, their hair. Like, it's, man, it's creepy. Jerry Lynn is probably one of the unsung heroes. Dude, I want to meet that guy so bad. He's so good. I loved Jerry I love Jerry Lynn in mm-hmm. ECW. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Just, mm. Who's who's your? So I have three. I have three final matches, right. but I will. Do you want me to go? You know what? I'll save my my segment till after all my matches. Okay. Fair. Uh, 
So I have a tag team match. Okay. And this is what I was talking about. This is what give me in a submission match. Brett and Owen Hart. Oh man. Versus Kurt Angle and Chris Jericho. Oh my gosh. Buddy, that that does it. Wow. And at first I was gonna make it a fatal four way. Mm-hmm. Because we all know Owen would rather stab Brett in the heart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's, tag with him. that's what I was just thinking. Those four people you really interchange and make any tag team you want. And there's pros there's pros to it. You know, because I would love to see Jericho and Owen or Jericho and Brett. Or yeah. Angle. Well, I mean anybody Angle and Brett. Dude, those yeah. those well, are four versatile guys. Yeah, well, my first match at first was Brett and Kurt at first. It was just Brett and Kurt. Yep. Give me Brett and Kurt submission match and let them do whatever. But this yes, that was my tag team match that I felt like needed to be up on the card. Now my last two matches are yeah. They're they're big ones. Yeah. All right. I've got two more left, and these I don't know which one to go with first. I'm gonna save the one. You'll understand why I saved the one last because obviously they're gonna be on top. Um, 2009 Undertaker uh-huh. versus 1997 Sting. <gasps> That's my next match. Is it really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we never got it. We never got it. But I, I don't want 97 Taker. I want 2009, like WrestleMania 25 Taker, the the last Gunslinger type Taker, like that dude versus you know what? Sting. You know what? I have that, and I I did put a gimmick match, but I don't know what the hell the gimmick match would would be. Mm-hmm. But the last ride match. I'm here for it. I mean, you could really go buried alive. That would be great. You can do anything with yes. it. Yes. You can do anything with it. Give, yes. Crow Sting with, yep. with like, that cannot, we will have to talk about Crow Sting because when I tell you Crow Sting, if it wasn't for that horrible, horrible, horrible Starcade match, mm-hmm. that whole gimmick, when he, he didn't talk, yep. he didn't, but, you know, I honestly felt when they now speaking hindsight, and I just watched this match two weeks ago because mm-hmm. I was just randomly watching old WCW pay-per-view. Mm. Um, the moment they had Sting walk through the walk through the entrance like normal, yeah. I was like, you know what? Had twenty twenty three Kevin been watching this back in the day, mm-hmm. I would have said, yeah, this is going to be some bullarchy. Yeah. Because they should have had him rappel down, especially because Hogan in that match, I don't know if you remember, Hogan came, went down first. Yeah. Have him look for Sting. Where is he? Rappel down. Boom. But in this match, The Undertaker versus Sting, have under have Sting rappel down, and then the lights go black. Mm. There's The Undertaker right behind Sting. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you could really, you could do it either way. You could have Taker come out, and then you can have lights go off, and then you can have Sting right behind. Like, you could do whatever you want to with those two, and it's going to be gold. Heck, heck yeah. And then here's another thing. Uh, Sting has a relationship with the Ultimate Warrior back in the day. They, yeah. they came in together. Yeah. 
they can always have some shenanigans when Kane comes out and the Ultimate Warrior comes yeah. out. But I don't really care for the Ultimate Warrior. I mean, oh, it was a big. It's tough. I was. I mean, his the fact that he came back made amends, and the next day he died. Insane. After that eerie speech was yeah. all will always be whatever. But I yeah. So who do you have for your main event? Well, you gotta go. Oh, so you, I guess you did do yours as well as the same one. Oh, yeah, here he is. We had the same number two match. Um, who do you have going over in that? As hard as it sounds, like how? Who do you uh, have going over? I, I'll even go further. I'll say the streak is still intact, and I got Sting taking the streak. Whoa! Yeah, yeah I'm sorry, Sam. Sam Punk should have took the streak. I don't care what anybody says that was a better match than him versus Brock. You know. You know what? I agree with you. Mm-hmm. CM Punk should have taken the streak. If not him, if it was going to continue, if not CM Punk, it should have been Roman. Give it to a younger guy. Yeah, give it to a guy that's going to be there for a while. Like a Ro- I, Again, I'm not a huge Roman fan, but give it to Roman. Give it to someone who's going to, it's going to make him. Can you imagine head of the table, Roman, with Undertaker's streak under his belt? Woof. I'll, uh, I'll do you one better. My first, at first, I had opening up, or yeah, opening up. I had, and this might be a little spoiler, but I had Hollywood Hogan versus the head of the table, Roman. Yeah, but I'm, not, it's, I'm not against that. Hey, that heel, heel versus heel be interesting, but but here's the thing: they also hollywood hogan had his little group of guys mm-hmm. roman had his group of guys yeah no but, I mean, you know that's i i mean but i have i have taker beating sting and it may just be because as you you know you probably know better the undertaker is my guy he is yep. my you know he is my brett how brett is to you yeah undertaker is like he can never do any wrong. Yeah. Uh, at least, at least wrestling wise. I mean, the guy kept in kayfabe for <laughs> until he finally retired. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. So, mm. who you got for your main event? I'm. I would, I would totally. I would pay a hundred dollars for your car <laughs> if it was on paper. <laughs> my, my number one match, and this is if a genie pops up right now and says, "You've got one wish." It's not going to be for world peace. It's not going to be for a billion dollars. It would be for this match. I want 2011 CM Punk versus 1997 Bret Hart. Oh, that's my that's my I dream. My, I think my heart just kicked. Oh, me. buddy, buddy, oh. I'm telling you, those guys. That's their absolute prime, in my opinion. But come on, can you imagine in Chicago, Canadian Bret Hart? versus CM Punk because he's the Canadian heel at that time but he's a baby face in Canada you know what I mean yes Do you know put it in I, Chicago. Am, I almost had CMFTR mm-hmm. versus Brett Owen and Bulldog uh, yep I'll take it <laughs> you give me Bret Hart and CM Punk I'll take Bret Hart and CM Punk in the same room playing chess or checkers. I don't care. I want those two to interact because they're amazing. <laughs> yes. You're new. You're new, Punk. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. So good. So good. And like I remember. Can you imagine the promos? Oh, 
Oh, and Brett's not the best promo, but in 97, he was killing it on the mic. That stuff with him and Sean. He was grieving. And the thing is, Sean was giving it to Brett, but Brett was just... You're nothing but a degenerate. Yep. Making fun (laughs) of him being in the girly magazines. Oh, my gosh. I'm respected in every other country, but this hellhole of America. Dude, I love it. I love it. That is just so insane that in every other part of the world, he's the top baby face. But in America, he's the top heel. How does even... This never happened since, and it'll never... Like, it's crazy. You know, that is... The I can never. That is probably the closest thing that ever happened like that. Might be Flair in Carolina mm. and everywhere else he hated. Yeah, you know, and yeah. That, yeah. Oh, <coughs> all right. Who who you got on top? Between the oh, who's, oh what's you, my man? Yeah. Well, wait. Who do you have going over? Listen, you can't ask me to pick which one of my children are favorite. Like. I, I can't have anybody going over. I know a podcast host who would give you an answer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> True story. We all know. We all know. We won't. We won't. We'll keep kayfabe, but we all know who we're talking about. And we all know which kid's his favorite. <laughs> oh, I don't know, man. Uh, punk and heart. Oh, my gosh. Um, Man. Mm, we gotta go Phil sorry oh gotta go Phil 2011 Punk needs to win more than 97 Brett really oh god yeah I don't like it I don't feel good about the decision I just made because I love I don't know see I've met Brett Hart so maybe like I've never met Punk and he still has that lore of like being godlike so Mm -hmm. And, and Brett, I've, I've shook his hand and talked to him, and that was, I can die now. But um, <laughs> if I could get a, if I could get a CM Punk photo to put up next to my Brett one, that I, yeah, I'm, I've, I've done would it. Would you all. cry if you met? Would you cry if you met Punk? Dude, I was shaking when I met Brett. I don't even want to think about meeting Punk because he's that close enough awesome. to my age to where like I feel like he could be a buddy, and I just I was man I. I respect both of those guys so much. Like I would run got, through a wall. You got the guy tattooed. You got the guy tattooed on you. The, yeah, logo. I do have CM Punk tattooed on my left arm. Right. Yeah, for sure. Right here on yeah. both my left wrist. Yeah. Um, you, you think you think if I got the tribal chief tattooed on me, I'd look weird? No, I do I'd look, it. I I'd look weird. Go I go full my, tribal sleeve, like he does. My wife, my wife would be like, "What the hell is he doing?" <laughs> Hillary would be like, who did I marry? Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> no. So my main event. Okay. Oh, I'm ready. It is it is a fatal four-way, and it's an elimination match, only because that makes the match go even. It, it makes the match even funnier. For sure. So I have, and this is, these are four of the biggest names in wrestling. Mm-hmm. I have, and if Kevin was booking this, which obviously I am, but <laughs> I mean, Undertaker and Sting might have been my main event, but because of who the four people are, uh, I mean, it'd be, I'd be an idiot. I might as well put this on TNT for free mm-hmm. if I didn't book this in the main event. Uh, give me 97 Hulk Hogan. 
Ooh. Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Yep. 2010 John Cena. Ooh. Versus 1998 Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh my God. Versus 1987, I think it's 87, Ric Flair. Whew, you want Mount Rushmore on that one, didn't you? Hell yeah, I did. And wow. guess what? I've got, and I even have the order of who would get eliminated first. Oh, let's hear it. I Can I guess it? Blair. Sure. Okay, I think. Ooh. Let's see who's number one. Uh, who's the first one to get eliminated? Flair. You're right. And then who we, got, who we got? Who got? Hogan, Cena, and Austin. Austin next? No. Really? You got Hogan? No. Cena? And leave it with Austin Hogan? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Why not let Vince's two biggest... Because here's the thing. Yes, 97 and... Okay. Hogan in 97. If the Monday Night Wars was just a one-time pay-per-view... The biggest guy in 97, I mean, maybe 96, because I guess 97, 98 would have been Goldberg, I guess. Mm-hmm. 97 and for WCW was Hogan. Mm-hmm. 98 was Austin. Okay, now if you're going for Vince's biggest guys, is it more important? Because Cena may not have brought in as much money as Austin did, because I think Austin shot him to the moon. Like, he changed the company forever. Hogan mm-hmm. put him on the map. Mm-hmm. Austin took him to the moon. But, dude, yeah. Cena did it for 20 years. And see, here's the thing. It took for me, you know, I'm one of those guys you don't appreciate until it's gone. Mm. It took for me to appreciate John Cena during his last, this current run when he's, I mean, one, he's, he's listed at, they're gimmicking him, gimmicking him as the greatest of all time, which don't get me wrong, he may be up there because of the fact that he's a 16-time champion. Everything. Like I said, and he's but been on top for so long. He has been on, he's been top, on top for so long. But, you know what I, I can also appreciate about the guy? Hmm. He's a genuine good guy. Seems like it. Yeah. I mean, I've heard stories, but that would say otherwise, but Mm -hmm. when it comes to kids, he's a great guy. He's he's a phenomenal guy. Like, the guy dresses up as John Cena. I mean, he's obviously John Cena, that's his real name, but he dresses up as John Cena. Yeah. Just to meet Make-A-Wish kids yeah. every time. Mm-hmm. So the most Make-A-Wishes granted, I think ever. Yeah, and, and now I feel like crap because I don't have them winning. <laughs> <laughs> you got Hogan going over or Austin? I have Austin going over. I understand that. Austin's great because because I think what better way to close out a show than having Austin in a beer bash, maybe giving Hogan a beer and then just, you know, maybe even let them talk, you know, what you gonna do, what? Oh, yeah. But, but, that brings me to my segment that I was gonna have. Okay, let's hear it. Piper's Pig. Oh, yep. Roddy Piper mm-hmm. and CM Punk. Wow. Yeah, no, that's, that's amazing. I mean, those guys are just... Two of the just best. 
give them to say here. Here's here's Mike. Ten minutes. Go back and forth. I mean, yeah. I, Punk is granted. I mean, he's he's given credit to the reason he's a wrestler to Roddy Piper. Exactly. I almost had that as a match. Yeah. I almost had them seeing Punk and Roddy Piper in a match mm-hmm. in their primes. I'll even let I'll even let Roddy come half. <laughs> I like that. And Punk and Piper shared a ring together too. They did. In the Fed. Yeah. That's, they did. That's so, awesome. I mean, that, I mean, like I said, I, that is, I would honestly pay $100 on TV and no. I would pay a lot more just to see your car. Oh, same, I mean, same for yours, man. God, just for like, the Punk and, the Punk and Piper. Uh, segment alone like can you imagine like a cocky CM Punk with uh, I know better than you son Roddy Piper yeah come on yeah, well, yeah. Like, I'd pay a hundred bucks like, for that like can you imagine like Roddy Piper just saying you know uh, just just talk just shooting the shit and then all of a sudden like you can even like cult of personality play and mm-hmm. then you'd be like well, look who it is. It's the guy who needs a coconut to get over. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and, and then he goes on this whole, like, I'm better than you, and you know it. And he's like, I chewed bubble gum that looks, that's more bigger than you are, kid. Oh, gosh. Yeah I, yeah, I would love it. You ever seen that sit down between Punk and Austin, like in 2013? Yes, that they were just promoting the wrestling yeah, game and something, it was JR. Give me something yes. like that. Like, all right, my dude yes. in my prime, we the yeah. Yeah, and you know, once I I heard a rumor that they were trying to get that to happen. It was real but close. I guess I guess Austin didn't want it to happen or yeah, he, just he, he didn't want to wrestle. He wasn't in great the greatest shape either. He still had some nagging injuries around then. Like the I fact mean, that he did a match with Owens at Mania, like that surprised me. That surprises. I mean, and he actually legit looked good. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, Austin's for what it issue. was, but yeah, I mean, his forearm is this, is the most scariest looking thing I've ever seen, mm-hmm. or not his forearm, his right his right arm. Yeah, if you've ever seen like mm-hmm. the, the the definition on it. Yeah. But yes, that is our fantasy card. Sorry if it was, you know, a little redundant or whatever, but you know, hey, that's. We'll, we'll get better the, <laughs> the next time. Oh, man. But, and we're, we're fans from the same era, so there was definitely a lot of similarities, a lot of the same guys. We didn't even have The Rock on there. I had The Rock. I had The Rock in the uh, head of the table, man. Yeah, well, I, I didn't have... I was going to put... I thought about, like, Rock and Michaels because we never saw that match. That is true. And that would have been a good that's one. The, that's the beauty of the Forbidden Door thing. You can always rebook it. It's a rabbit. And just not have these guys that were. I almost didn't have Triple H, which is why I had to click on it. Yeah. I almost didn't have Triple H on the card. And then I was like, why? Well, how do I not have Triple H? And then I was like, I'm, I don't even have Lesnar on the card. Yeah. Uh, so it can go uh, a long way. And that's the beauty of Forbidden Doors. You, there's, there's, there's eras like, you know. Hell, maybe, maybe, uh, oh, Cookie Jar is listening to this. Maybe he'll say, you know, I love the 70s. He can think of matches in. Yeah. Like, that's the beauty of fantasy booking. Oh, so good. So good. Yeah. Yeah. So, 
I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I was just saying, uh, join the Facebook group for all of our podcasts and, and let us know what your, your book card was. What's your fantasy card Absolutely. or fantasy match? Or... Absolutely. Yeah, you know, for like sure. Which, like, which, which match of ours do you think, you know, was cool? Like, I will be honest with you. Jerry, uh, Jerry Lynn. Uh, uh, RVD and Kenny Omega is chef's kiss and pumpkin <laughs> bread heart. Just, oh, you know, you give me those two matches right there, and I will literally be content as a wrestling fan. Oh, for sure. Know? For sure. Like, but that's the beauty of it. Yes, let us know on our Facebook page. Uh, I forgot to know everyone series Facebook. It's, it's, I haven't linked to our, it'll be linked to our uh, podcast page as well. Right on. So, but, uh, I, this is the part where I had if there was any latest news. I don't. Do you happen to have any news? I well, I, I feel I, like we kind of covered that at the beginning. Um, but the sure. biggest the biggest news is probably where's CM Punk gonna go? Is he gonna show up at Survivor Series, or is he gonna show up Bound for Glory? We don't know. Yeah. Well, Bound for Glory already happened. Oh, uh, what's the next one they got coming up with the TNA? Uh, we're going back to TNA. Which one's that? Uh. Ah, uh, gosh. It's one of their old pay-per-views, too. It's, uh... Uh... What is it? It's on the tip of my tongue. Is it Never Surrender? Well, yeah, it's been there a believe. long time. Slam of... No, it's not Slammiversary. I don't remember Turning. when... Turning Point? Is it... Is in on November third. Bound for Glory was the twenty first. Mm-hmm. It's turning point is today actually. Uh, that's in England, uh, and then they have UK Invasion, and then I I don't think they have anything upcoming. Anytime, yeah, so. I thought they I thought they announced that TNA is going back to one. I don't. I could be wrong. I, I thought the next one. I'll, I'll huh. have to look it up and I'll let you yeah. know what it was. But we will have I, to think, check it out. I think Punk's going to TNA, which if he does, that's pretty cool. I mean, I mean, I haven't watched TNA in a long time, but if you want to find a way to get me there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, you want, you want me to turn into TNA? That's how it's going to be tuned into TNA because I'm, I'm and, waiting and here's the thing there's shows I've been to, like a show of theirs within the last two years or so. Mm-hmm. There's shows that like, 15 bucks and it's general admission seats. Yeah, I mean, it's not, not <laughs> terrible. <laughs> I mean, it might be different if they get punked, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, so next time we'll, we'll, I'll have some, we'll have some news and, uh, but, uh, yeah, and also, uh, I guess I'd say we'd discuss maybe shouting out Adrian. If you haven't listened to everyone, fitness, fitness, is that what it's called? Uh, everyone athletics. One hundred percent. Yeah. Everyone athletics. Please, no. Of all honesty, go check. So, Kevin, from a few minutes after the episode just randomly stopped here. Uh, unfortunately, due to technical difficulties, of course, this is, of course, uh, electronics and, you know, we 
live in a world where things typically tend to mess up every once in a while. Uh, I just want to just say, uh, or just want to give a proper ending to the show. Um, it's been a pleasure recording uh, this podcast with my partner, Steven. We had a blast. Um, we look forward to doing many, 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 many more episodes. And if you are not um, following our Facebook page, which is Everyone Series on Facebook, what are you doing? Do yourself a favor, follow us. Um, but on be from from myself, Kevin and Steven, thank you so much for watching or listening. Sorry, listening. <laughs> to this podcast and uh be sure to listen to everyone collects everyone views everyone athletics and stay tuned to more at everyone marks and be sure to be on the lookout for everyone does nothing everyone goes to sleep and in, in a partridge in a pear tree and all our random shows but uh, from from uh, on behalf of Stephen and myself, have a good night, and we will mark out later. See you soon.